visiting London for a very prestigious event. This box of beer was the 2019 Beer 52 Awards. So let's see what wooden things, shall we? All the beers are category winners, silver or gold. Our box of beer from Beer 52 this week comes from September 2019 and this is the Beer 52 Awards. The votes are in. It's the hottest breweries of 2019. So these are the breweries that won something in the Beer 52 Awards. So what are the Beer 52 Awards? I'll read you a segment from the Ferment magazine. It's a scorching late August afternoon in Shoreditch. And a few intrepid drinkers are already congregating under the expansive canopies of the Strong Room Bar's beer garden to sip cold pints drifting with condensation. Inside it's cooler, sure, but who would want to be anywhere other than in the sunshine on a day like this? So it is with some regret that I head to the main bar to help set up our projector, put out buckets of cold beer and generally gird myself for the start of the inaugural Beer 52 Awards. The idea for the awards originated in the heady days of 2017. We started inviting our members to score beers in the boxes for style, design and taste. This feature was even more popular than we expected and quickly racked up a half a million ratings and reviews. As well as helping us pick the beers that would make you guys happy, these numbers give us an opportunity to celebrate the beers and breweries you found most exciting over the last year. So our data guru, James, duly crunched the numbers, while illustrator Jay Wright spent his days crafting ten beautiful wooden trophies and I went to a nice bar in the sunshine to announce the results and generally play big man. Sometimes life isn't fair. As well as the breweries themselves we invited most of our loyal London members to come along, sample the winning beers and generally have a good time. The wait before the event was tense. I may have turned to a drama of Bellevue from the bar's excellent whiskey selection around 30 minutes before. To our collective relief though we were soon in the midst of around 100 laughing, drinking beer lovers, all excited to hear the outcome of the judging process. So the winners were Best UK Brewery, Northern Monk Best EU Brewery, Gold Category The Garden Brewery, from Croatia Best EU Brewery, Silver Category Shrek Company, from Poland Best Newcomer, Gold Edition, Big Smoke Best Newcomer, Silver, Salt Beer Factory Staff Pick, 5 points. Best Tap Room, Crate Brewery. Best IPA, Siren. And the Best Dark Beer went to Tempest Brewing Company. And Gypsy Hill won the best design. And it's odd because there wasn't a Gypsy Hill in the box. And I started on the Best EU Brewery Silver Award winner. A Polish brewery I know very well from my trips to Poland. And I very, very rarely had a bad beer from these guys. They're called Shrek Kumpli, which translates as Three Pals, or Three Buddies. The brewery is 90 minutes outside of Krakow, behind a sausage factory deep in the Polish countryside. The chance to sample such amazing beers fresh from the tank 
I would have made the journey on my hands and knees. The brewery's story started a few years ago when Peter, an avid home brewer, joined forces with a gang of his old primary school friends from the town of Tano, Irma, Tomac and Makik and Adam to take his hobby to a professional level. The location couldn't be more perfect. The town of Javiette has long been famed for the quality and softness of its water with Archduke Albert of Austria notably choosing it as the home for his brewery in 1852. The brewery bears the town's name and is now owned by Heineken. There seem to be very few stalls the team won't tackle, from black IPAs to Saisons and even big Russian Imperial Stouts. Peter cleared a little recipe creation, having started out as a home brewer making a mess in his kitchen. The fact that Peter is still driven by the love of experimentation is likely to stand him in good stead. Like any other national craft beer scene with a bit of momentum behind it, there is pressure on Polish brewers to keep their fans well supplied with the latest and greatest styles. I'm not sure if people's tastes are getting more sophisticated, but they're definitely getting more demanding, he said. Three years ago, if you'd have released a Russian Imperial Stout or Baltic Porter into the market, people would have been blown away. Now it's just like, meh, yeah, it's another Russian Imperial Stout. I'll rate that two and a half on right there. People are expecting all kinds of crazy stuff. Coffee, vanilla, maple syrup to make it stand out. So this particular beer from Shrek Company was called Tora. And my tasting note said, sweet and juicy with a lot of tropical flavours. But we'll get into that and some idea of what the name means in the review. And this is a, it's listed on tapped as a double New England IPA. However... In the review, I call it something different, because this is listed as a... You'll find out. 6th of April, 2020. Yeah, I can't believe we're into April already. It's 10 to sunset, it's beer o'clock. And tonight I have a bottle of Tora from Brava Shrek Kumpli in Poland. Top fermented, unfiltered, pasteurised, non-returnable bottle, water... Barley malt, wheat flakes, oak flakes, wheat malt, hops and yeast. It's a New Zealand double IPA. And on the back of it it says, At the Maori Esoteric School, at the beginning you're a newcomer. Peer. As you learn to reach a higher level and become a Torah. Torah is our another beer, which presents a captivating climate of hop crop in the county of the Long White Cloud. It has a surprising aroma of coconut, lime and kiwi, while the taste drips with juiciness of tropical fruit, subdued bitterness, improved body, alcohol just in time, and again, a huge sense of fruitiness. Of course, we didn't use any fruit, additions or aromas. The hops did all that work for us. So there we go. So Trek Company are from Tarno in Poland. They are Brawa Lotni, which I did look up a minute ago, which means something really strange. What was the translation of Lotni? It means volatile. So they are the volatile brewery. It says that we brew what we like on the side of it. That's cool. This is from my September 2019 Boxley. There's the bottle cap. Get this off into my glass and see what I think. Almost had a bottle cap in my glass then. <laughs> All right. There we go. So it's five minutes to sunset, four minutes to sunset. It's getting quite cold out here, so my next review will most likely be from inside. 
There we go. Right. Ooh, smells good. Smells nice and fruity and everything they said. Mmm. Ooh, that is nice. Yeah. So this is a New Zealand style double IPA. 6.6%. Cheers, guys. Mmm. Oh, that is nice. That is nice. I like that. I do like that, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Nice, juicy, fruity. Mmm. A little bit of bitterness on it. Yeah, it's really enjoyable, that. Mmm. Mmm. I'm giving that a 4 out of 5. That is really nice. I like that. I do like that. So, if you're in Poland, and you see this around, or you can get access to Polish beer and Polish microbreweries, give this a go. Oh, I've forgotten to say, it is a nice, completely clear, light golden colour. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Big 4 out of 5 for that. After my beer from Poland, we came back to the UK and went to Scotland. Hailing from the, the beautiful Scottish borders, Tempest Brewing is one of the nice breweries you'll ever find. And the beers are excellent to boot. Awarding the Alba 89 Coffee and Vanilla Porter the gong for best dark beer was going to be an easy choice. It was a member favourite. And also one of our beers of the year at the Beer 52 office. Having tried it fresh from the tank I immediately reserved an 8 pack for myself. Best served not too chilled. So the subtle roast flavours can really breathe. Alba 89 presents a wonderfully restrained vanilla and coffee note. Rather than a burnt bitterness giving it a savoury, nutty and rounded quality. We let the beer sit on whole coffee beans for 10 days after fermentation. Just like you do with dry hopping, explains head brewer Dougie Rowe. The coffee itself comes from a local roaster called Three Hiddles, who picked out something really special for us. The main ways to infuse flavour is by putting it directly into the kettle, or putting it in the tank after fermentation. The good thing about putting it in the tank is you've got the alcohol there, which gives you more extraction even at 4.8%. Then, you just give it time. It's shaping up to be an excellent 2019 for Tempest, following a couple of years of really intensive growth, with a couple of high-profile collaborations on the card, and a possible move to a new brewery with a dedicated taproom. Needless to say, we intend to check in on the scene's progress as frequently as our livers allow. Unfortunately, the beer that came in this box from Tempest Brewing wasn't the Alba 89 mentioned there in the article. It was a 5.1% porter called Elemental Dark Ale. 6th of April 2020. This is a new brewery on me. This is out of my box from September 2019. This is Tempest Brewing Company. Elemental Dark Ale Porter. 5.5% flavour. Chocolate, roasty and malty. It's 40 IBUs and it uses Simcoe hops. So Tempest Brew Coal from the Scottish Borders. Tweedbank Scottish Borders. The Worker's Friend. Our London Little Porter is classically smooth and roasty. A robust riverbank porter using locally milled oats for a velvety texture. With spicy hops on the finish. The Southern Malt Porter makes you welcome the refreshment in hotels, train stations, shipyards, world over. Sounds like this is shipped to sort of venues all over the world. What did I do with the bottle opener? <laughs> I didn't leave that outside, did I? I thought I'd pick it up. There you go, one of them. I'll just have to get a different one for now. Oh no. 
It's behind me. I did pick it up. I thought I had. So, my Dutch bottle opener from Brarriage Heldenbridge. This, this is 5.1%. Let's get this out into my glass. I am drinking out of a beveled glass. How's that for traditional? For this bit? Right. There goes the cap. Photo for untapped. There we go. Right, let's see what I think of this. Mmm, smells interesting. Mmm, oh, that's nice. Nice, creamy. A little bit roasty. So it's completely black in colour. Deep, rich, velvety. Yeah, I get that. We get a little bit of wateriness on the back end. All in all, it's not too bad. It's not a bad little ale, right? It's a dark ale porter. Why don't they just call it elemental dark porter? I've no idea. Right, rating time. I'm going to give that elemental dark ale a three and a half out of five. It's not too bad. Could do that a little bit more for me, but if you see this, try it. Right, cheers, everyone. We moved down to Croatia, to the capital Zagreb, and the Garden Brewery. Now this was one of my first tastes of European craft beer. I first found the Garden Brewery in an off-licence in Leeds. can't remember what it was called, it's the one next door to the North Bar. And their website, if you want to look them up, is www.thegarden.hr slash brewery. I wonder why Croatia's top level domain is .hr, must be something in the local language maybe. A lot of the venues I come on their website, it's a disco ball. The Garden don't just run the Garden Brewery, they have a series of bars. They have six bars around Croatia, three inland and three on the coast. On the coast there's the Garden Lounge Bar in Zadar Old Town, the Garden Resort, a private bay on the crystal Adriatic Sea, and the site of Oslo Music Festival and Barbarella's Disco, which includes an open air nightclub. And inland, there's the Brewery Tap Room in Zagreb, the City Centre Garden Bar and Kitchen in Zagreb, and another bar and kitchen in Kakovic, situated in the historic castle. This was the EU Brewery Gold category winner. This is what Beer 52 have to say about the Garden Brewery. This devastatingly cool Croatian outfit is based out of an old factory in Tinzagreb, next to a mountain of forlorn, obsolete Coca-Cola vending machines. The team has made their own space with a world-class taproom, playing host to big-name musicians and DJs from all over the world, including Lee Scratch Perry, Jazzy Jeff, DJ Newmark, Pete Rock and Andy Weatherall. This is less surprising when you learn that the Garden founder is a Brit named Nick Colgan, who is a well-known musical taskmaster and former studio manager for UB40. Indeed, the entire Garden Brewery grew out of Nick's desire to brew his own beers for various music festivals he organises. And what excellent beers they are. In the expert hands of head brewer Tom O'Hara, Garden's core lineup reflects Croatia's love of big and hoppy brews, from fruity citrus IPAs to bold and sweet West Coast style double IPAs. 
which fresh out of the tank is a dank and aromatic treat. More recently, the Garden's take on the New England IPA style has become a favourite Friday night pick here at the Beer 52 office. Juicy, refreshing and surprisingly balanced. Over the past year, we've made a lot of different specials, says Tom. Now we want to pick the best of those and start honing them. The Garden was already a strong contender for EU Brew of the Year before we tasted the New England IPA, which absolutely blew our socks off. Members agreed these unassuming cans can really deliver on the beer front, so we're delighted to have them in the box once again. And there we are, that's Beer 52 and what they're doing. So that's the Garden. There were two in this box from the Garden, and I only chose one of them. Tonight I have a can of their Chocolate and Pecan Milk Stout. There's a, there's a little bit of a description under the name, as always. A sweet stout with dark chocolate, fudge and roasted pecans. 5.2%. So this sounds good. Love these guys, love these guys. If you want to hear the story behind how I found them, go listen to last week's beer show. We're away uk. Actually, it's not up yet, but I'll let you know when it is. Right, so, for more about, about this brewery, if you haven't listened to last week's show, visit thegarden.hr slash brewery. And the reason it's slash brewery is the, I'll give you a brief rundown, the Garden own six bars and a brewery around Croatia. I'm not going to go through the whole bump again. Anyway, this comes packaged in a 330ml can. As always, their cans are this slightly off-white yellow colour. With a sticker label. It was canned on the 4th of September 19 and has a use by the 4th of September 20, so it's got a year on it. Which is good, right? Let's get that out into the glass. And my last glass for the night is I've got it back by Salopian Brewery Glass. <laughs> I'd been borrowed earlier if I were introduced. Thought I'd have to use something you know, like a Guinness glass, but I've got it back. If you like what I'm doing, if you like what I'm saying, please share, retweet these beer reviews. They do good for me, they do good for the brewery. Right, there we go. It's got a one, two, three finger foamy white head. That was good. It's fizzing away. Don't know if you can hear that. Right, so let's try this. The head has completely dissipated in about a minute. And it just comes out now a nice, slightly, it looks black, but when you tip it to the light, it's sort of Coca-Cola coloured. It's sort of very deep brown. So, let's try this. Bad. Um, really guessing. I can taste a little bit of what they're describing there. A little bit on the watery side. I could do with a bit more body. Getting the pecan. A little bit of chocolate in the background quite dry. It's not bad but it's quite a dry step. I was I was hoping being a chocolate and pecan milk stout, I was hoping it would be quite sweet. But it's quite nice. Um, I'm going to give that a very uh, respectable mid-range three and a half out of five. That is not bad at all. So if you can find this brewery when the uh, when the bottle shops reopen, when everywhere reopens, I used to buy it twice a year when I went up to Leeds in the bottle shop next to North Bar. It's not next to North Bar, it's on the same street as North Bar, it's about two or three doors down from North Bar. So it's on New Brigate in Leeds. So have a great evening guys. I'll see you soon. Day one is over. Let's have a short musical break before we go to day two. From Los Angeles in the USA, 
This is Claire Means with Guitars and Chocolates. Guitars and chocolates and old country songs And coffee in the morning I find my reasons to go Medicine Man from Big Smoke Brewing. This was Gold in the Best Newcomer Award. Conceived and born in a tiny back room of the Antelope Pub in Surbiton, Big Smoke has earned its place as one of the hottest young UK breweries, thanks to the sheer quality of its beers. We opened the brewery about six months after taking over the Antelope, and it was a classic brewery on a shoestring, recalls Rich Craig, who along with co-founder James Morgan realised his long-standing brewful dream back in 2014. We didn't really have enough money to do it, but we moved away in that space, and along the way got a few accolades, including Best New Brewery in Greater London for 2015. Success meant a larger, dedicated facility for Big Smoke 
But Rick says those early days of pouring pints in between brewing and really getting jet to the customers shaped the kind of brewery it is today. We've always relied on feedback from the customers quite heavily, especially in those early stages, continues Rich. When we were trialling recipes, we asked people to be brutally honest about what they thought. It's been a great thing for us, and the brewing team especially. It's meant that the brewery and the pubs, we have four now, have really been side by side on this journey. We feel that's a big point of difference for us. There's no doubt Big Smoke is a core focus brewery, which we thoroughly approve of. But that doesn't mean it doesn't experiment. For example, it created a collaboration beer with another of Beer 52's favourite, White Hag from Sligo in Ireland. We'd love to do more experimentation and collaboration in the future on Ludrich. But at the moment we're getting as much great business through the pubs as well as restaurants and retailers that we're just running enough to keep up demand. We're definitely not complaining though. We're just really glad people seem to enjoy the beer as much as we do. So let's see if I enjoyed this beer from Big Smoke. This was a big 6% IPA. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Beers from Lockdown. I'm sat out in the back garden tonight because it's, uh, it's a little chilly out on the balcony. Tonight I'm drinking Medicine Man from Big Smoke Brewer in London. They're actually in Surrey, Esher, Surrey. This is a can of their Medicine Man IPA coming in at 6%. Hopped with Amarillo, Simcoe and Chinook. It's a nice light golden colour. It's got a one, two, three, four finger foamy white head. <laughs> Bit lively that one. Six percent. Mmm, smells good. So let's see what I think. Mmm, oh that is nice, nice big fruity juicy. Mmm, I'm liking that. Cheers guys. So, don't know if this is still available. This is from my Beer 52 box from last September. Mmm, <laughs> that is really nice actually. Mm, most of them have got a, about a year on them. What's the use by on this? I'm at 30th of the 3rd, 20, so just a few days out of date, but beer never really goes off, does it? I'm going to give that a 4 out of 5. Cheers, guys. Thank you for watching. Back to the replay, and everyone usually watching on Vimeo, listening on the beer show, and we're all wave. Ooh, pardon me. Oh, bit gassy. <laughs> but you saw it was a bit lively. That head has settled to about one finger now. <laughs> Um, yeah, beer show's still going out, still recording new beer shows, that's why I'm doing these beers on Monday and Tuesday. And otherwise I wouldn't really get a chance to have a drink while I'm here, so. Yeah, so. so. Alright. Hope you have a great evening. Enjoy the sunshine while it lasts. After Big Smoke, we went north to Leeds to an old flax store in the borough of Holbeck, just behind Leeds Railway Station. 
And there we find Northern Monk Brewery. And if you don't know Northern Monk at Leeds, why not? Northern Monk are one of the UK's leading craft beer breweries, along with the likes of Maddy Rock at Huddersfield and Siren Craft at Wokingham. These guys are 2019 UK Brewery of the Year. Northern Monk are based in the old Flagstool in Holbeck. It is about 10 minutes walk from the train station. I've been there many times. It's a great brewery. They've got the brewery on the ground floor. Then you go up a load of steps and there's the tap room on the middle floor. And then on the top floor they've got an event space for when they hold their beer festivals. Which should have been coming up soon but of course everything's been cancelled because of the Covid-19 outbreak. So they've got a little bit of the history of Northern Monk here. And the interviewer says, It's late 2015 and I'm sat in the Queen's Arms pub near King's Cross Station chatting with Russell Bissett, founder of Leeds-based brewery Northern Monk. We met to discuss his pledging brewery's expansion, which was happening at a rapid pace following their establishment in 2013. Pausing for a moment mid-chat, Bissett reaches into his rucksack and after a moment of rummaging around, pulls out a can of his brewery's new award-winning session IPA, Eternal. Only back then, Eternal wasn't award-winning, and this wasn't even a can at all. Merely a proof. A hollow aluminium sheath with no lid designed to test this product's striking design. With Northern Monk's now somewhat iconic, at least amongst beer fans, hooded figure logo sitting at the centre. Bissett let me keep it, and to this day it remains on my desk. His lack of a lid allowing it to serve as a pen holder. But these cans were not designed to hold my overzealous collection of Sharpies, however. They were designed to hold beer. And with Eternal in particular, it's a beer that would soon go on to take bronze at the 2015 Beer World Cup, organised by the American Brewers Association, and held every year in Philadelphia. Competition sees something of a gold standard among brewers for a British brewery to take home third place with hundreds of entrants, dominated by some of the best American breweries in the world. It was quite something. Despite being just six years old in 2019, Northern Monk already feels a veteran of the British beer scene, proof they are already perhaps one of the hardest working modern breweries in the UK. Not content on creating a solid core range and winning national supermarket listings as a result, they are now renowned for their special releases as well. From their Mango Lassie Heathen New England IPA, to ice cream pails and porters flavoured with legendary Yorkshire condiment Henderson's Relish, there are few ingredients this brewery seizes to boot. Through what it calls the Patrons Project, it has not only been able to unshackle the brewery's latent creativity, but also work with local artists and creatives, further cementing them as a fixture within Yorkshire's modern culture. This is perhaps what sets Northern Monk apart from its other peers. They are all about making the best beer possible, but at the same time, not being the same beer. By reaching outside of the beer culture and into others, such as skateboarding or fell running, they've created a community of fans, which in turn buoyed its own success. What's even more incredible is that before producing award-winning beers and becoming a central part of the city's culture, Northern Monk didn't even have a brewery to call its own. With just £5,000 in his pocket, Bissett describes a windfall from his grandmother. Northern Monk was able to spring into being from humble beginnings. A ten minute walk from the city centre, the old flax store, the home of Northern Monk's original brewery and taproom, which he affectionately refers to as the refectory, 
has become an iconic destination for beer drinkers throughout the north, but especially within Leeds itself. Such is the statue of this grade 2 listed building its very presence on the horizon triggers both excitement and, crucially, mouth-watering expectation for the first taste of Northern Monk beer. Northern Monk acquired the site in 2014 and it took several months and a lot of hard work to refurbish the derelict mill and transform it into the brewery it is today. It opened on Friday the 24th of October 2014 with a 10 barrel brewery on the ground floor, the refectory on the first floor, and an event space on the top floor. Alright, you've heard me prattle on. Enough now about Northern Monk Brewery. So, the beer in this box from Northern Monk, the winner, was their gluten free pale ale called Origin. Hey guys, and welcome back. Alright, oh, that's uh, taken about half an hour longer to get going than I'd hoped. <laughs> Alright, tonight we are drinking a can of Northern Monk Origin Gluten-Free IPA. It says, A hobby to the origins of IPA and the evolution of this style. Piney, juicy and crisp. The evolution of tradition. It's 5.7% as a use-by of the 19th of March. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's a little out of date. It's 5.7%. So let's get it out into a can and see what I think of it. Well, that's funny. It fizzed out the top the moment I cracked the can. Right. <laughs> wow, look at the head on that. That has a one, two, three, four, five finger foamy white head. Oh, it smells good. Just let it settle a moment. There it is, it's a cloudy golden colour. It's now settled to a two finger foamy white head. Cheers, guys. Mmm, oh, that's quite nice actually. Mmm, nice, sweet, juicy, fruity. Yeah, it's not bad, that. Mmm, it's a uh, Mm. Yeah, I don't mind that. Give that a three and a half out of five. It's been doing a bit of retro gaming, playing uh, Crash Bandicoot. They've updated Crash Bandicoot for the Xbox and PlayStation. I assume it's originally a PlayStation game, but I've got the Xbox One version. Cheers, guys. Thank you for sitting on the beer show, and we're all wave. See you guys soon. Have a great evening. Enjoy yourselves whatever you do. And I'll see you soon. And my final beer from this box. Because it was getting rather late at this point. I went back to Big Smoke Brewery in Surrey and I had a can of their Dark Wave English Porter. Hey guys, one last time tonight, welcome back. Alright, so my last beer for the night is another one from Big Smoke. I had one of these earlier. This is their Dark Wave Porter coming in at 5%. It's hopped with Fuggles, comes in a 330ml can. Let's get it out and into a glass and see what I think of it. Ooh, opens with a satisfying crack. So it pours black, it's got a two finger tan head. Drinking out of my Salopian brewery glass. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Very chocolatey, very smoky. Very smoky. Mm. Probably a bit too smoky for me. It's 5%. 
it's not bad, but yeah, it's a pity because the the six percent IPA I had this afternoon was absolutely amazing. They're from just outside of London. This one, they're from um, Esher in Surrey. But in the part of Surrey that's far enough out of London not to have a London postcode. It's got a KT postcode. Where could that be in that area? I think I could think it's Kettering, but that's nowhere near it. It's okay, a bit too smoky for me. It kind of does what the brewery name suggests. I was thinking Kent, but Kent isn't a city. Kent's a county. So my opinion on this, it's not bad. Too dry and smoky for me. Other people may like it, so give it a go if you see it. I'm going to give that a 3 out of 5. So that's my final beer for this week's session. If you have any comments, questions, or if there's anything you've seen that you think I should try and review, then you can get in contact by emailing cyberbeer at cyberbeer.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram using at cyber underscore beer. Or you can find us on Facebook by typing in cyberbeer. And if you want to see the process in process, follow me on Twitter and Periscope. Periscope is just at cyberbeer, all one word. Or you can watch through the Twitter account or on the Facebook account. I go live on Facebook as well. On a Monday and a Tuesday, set your notifications because I never really know when I'm going to go live. Don't have a set time. It depends on the weather. It's sometimes afternoon, sometimes it's evenings. Sometimes it's a bit of both. And occasionally I do a weekend as well, a Saturday or a Sunday. Or both. So just stay tuned to find out what's going on. So like, set your notifications, so you're notified when I go live, to find out where I am and what I'm doing that week. And remember to subscribe to the podcast so you get the next episode when it drops.